saying cuss words, guys. It's inappropriate and violent. On this episode of The Commercial Break. Yeah, this isn't Rent the Runway. You can't send back your pocket pussy. You can't really hand me down it to someone No, either. it's not like I'm going to give it to my kid at 13 and be like, son, my father and my father's father used to fuck this small truck. And now you're going to fuck it too. This is a hand-me-down, hand-me-down. You know what I'm saying, son? (laughs) The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Yeah, boy! Oh, yeah, cats and kittens, welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my beautiful co-host, Kristen Joy. Only best to you, Chrissy. Yes, you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Okay, we were talking last episode about this uh, poop transplant shit that we were talking about. I know, I'm going to bring it back up just for a second, because I just learned that here in our own town, there are companies, uh, facilities, that are willing to pay $500 per specimen Mm. for research on this fecal matter transplant, FMT. Okay. So well, get to pooping, Chrissy. I know. That's where we can <laughs> make, to up our, make up up some extra money. Yeah, that's true. Who needs sponsors when I I, I got five hundred dollars <laughs> coming out of my butt every morning? <laughs> Save that morning press conference. I'm sample. sorry, sir. There's too much uh, there's too much fentanyl in your <laughs> in your poop. <laughs> I can't take you. Ah, well, Chrissy here leads a clean life. <laughs> so take her food. I've been juicing. You have. How's that going? Good. Good. Just adding it in. Just putting it into the, into the, <laughs> in the mix. I can't believe they're willing to pay $500. Yeah, that's a lot. I, I, I bet you have to go through like a cadre of tests. Probably. Yeah, you have to be <laughs> yeah. super clean to, to yeah. do that kind of thing. But it might be worth the drama. Especially since I poop once a day, at least, you know? So if I poop once a day, let, hey, let's that's $500 a day. Maybe you can just recruit some of the people from your gym and split it with them. Oh, yeah. I'm going to recruit. He looks like he's clean living. Or maybe my friend is taking all that testosterone. Yes. <laughs> get, get that shit in your gut. You'll be feeling really good. And that one lady said she had the transplant, and then she felt so good afterwards. Yeah. It's because of all the, tra- that's all the testosterone in her, in her poop. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I just have to say this, and I know it's going to make me look like an idiot, but why? You know, this entire podcast is dedicated <laughs> to me looking like an idiot. So why not? Let's just keep it going. I, you know, I love those British comedy shows. Yes. And so I hopped on one that's on the BBC or whatever, the Chant Brit Box or whatever. And it's called The Trip. And The Trip is uh, Alan Partridge, who's like a famous uh, comedic actor, comedian. That is on a number of television programs for the BBC. Right. Okay. And he and his friend, not it's like a mockumentary, right? They go on trips, Uh weekend trips around the country, around UK, to go to different restaurants and hotels and historic places. And then they have fun, right, the entire time. This is the highest brow of highbrow British comedy I have ever watched. And I've watched a lot of British comedy. And when I say highbrow, it's not necessarily that the jokes are like huge intellectual, you know, uh, riddles that you have to figure out. It's just that there's so much of it that goes over my head that I'm finding myself watching the show just like I read a book. You ever read a book 
and you're like so tired or kind of uninterested or whatever, you, you read a page and then you have to go read it again because mm-hmm. you're like, what was I just reading about? Yeah. <laughs> you're like thinking about a million things. Right. And, and I find sometimes, especially as I get older, this happens to me a lot where I'm like, I'm reading something and then I'm going, wait, what just happened in the last page? I got to go back and read it again. Yeah. Because my poor brain is leaking out with, <laughs> you know, Disney Junior songs. It's, overbl- <clears throat> it's overblown. It, yeah, there's too much going on in that head of mine. And <laughs> I, I, I am trying so hard to be an intellectual British man, I feel like I was born in the wrong country. <laughs> you do love your British I shows. I do love my British shows. <laughs> I feel so comforted by them. I don't know what it is. Is it the politeness? Is it the dry wit? Is it the kind of loony? Accents. The accents. I don't know what it is, but it feels like a warm blanket every time I turn on a British comedy. But this one has me actually thinking. Most mm-hmm. of the time, I don't have to think. I get it, right? This one has me thinking. And I feel like such a fucking moron watching this show because they're telling all these jokes and giggling about them. And I'm like, wait, was that a joke? Was I supposed to get that one? Let me rewind and just check and make sure that I didn't miss anything. <laughs> it, it'll be like, you know, it's 1744, the Queen's Hatchet and the Ratchet and <laughs> the Fox and the Horn. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Queen's Ratchet and the Hatchet and the Fox and the Hound. What the fuck is this well, guy some talking stuff about? may mean, uh, you know, certain specific things to people in, in Britain. I know, but I want to know. I will look him up. I want to be that guy. I want to be the guy who understands the highbrow British comedy. <laughs> There's like six seasons of this. I haven't even gotten through episode number two. I've been watching it for four months. I swear <laughs> to God. I'm like, oh, fuck. Why do I do this? And, and, and they'll read poetry. Like when they're driving down the road, one of the guys like likes to read poetry to the other guy, right? Yeah. And they'll laugh about it. He's like, you know, and Miss Crumpet with her noodle in the swigging and the poodle and then down on the ground when you have to run round and uh, and he's like i better mrs cratch and run around with the ground on the pound <laughs> and i'm like i what huh why why was that funny i mean it's funny sounding but i don't know why it was funny and then they'll do all these voices like sean connery saying intellectual things like you know so british russia's and i'm like what I want to know. I so badly. Oh, you might just need to stick to TLC. No. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta expand my horizons a little bit, Chrissy. <laughs> I can't be six hundred pound life guy forever. <laughs> I can't be uh, my thousand pound sisters forever. I can't. I just can't. I've got it. My kids are going to think I'm a total fucking moron. I mean, they already think I'm a total fucking moron. But when they get old enough to realize exactly what my, you know pop culture intake is they're going to be like i have the uncoolest dad in the world he watches my thousand pound sisters the uh seven little and johnstons Brit and brit box <laughs> brit box which by the way brit box is a ripoff because they don't show any shows that are younger than 2008 they're all like old shows so i'm watching these shows from you know 2007 2006 whatever no they've got that new carrie grant one that i want to watch carrie grant yeah it's all about carrie grant well that's see that, that seems too highbrow for me too <laughs> i don't know i think of carrie grant i think of like a highbrow uh guy i don't know <laughs> well carrie? he played a lot of highbrow guys a little suave debonair, debonair guys was he in uh was he in that famous scene casablanca was carrie grant in casablanca mm, i don't think so here's to just looking at you kid no that was Anyways. Marlon Brando? No. <laughs> no? Tom Spencer Cruise? Tracy. El Pacino? Spencer Tracy. <laughs> Dick Tracy? That was Dick Tracy? No shit. <laughs> Harris looking at you, kid. <laughs> Never got that. <laughs> Never understood it. Never understood why it was such a great scene in the movie. But it cost a you know, Well, it was the times, you know? Again, maybe you're watching stuff from old times. <laughs> old times and Maybe Britain. I'm just watching stuff that's age-appropriate <laughs> for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should start watching age-appropriate uh, stuff, like, you know, the NRIE channel or something like that. 
<laughs> one Fox News or one, one America or whatever that shit is. I walk into my mom's place in that retirement home. Yeah. My mom's uh, mom's in the hospital right now. Everything's okay. She's, she's I mean, it's like okay as it could be when you're in the hospital. But she's never, so I got to make multiple trips to her house because every time she needs something, I got to go to her apartment, get it, and then, you know, bring right. it back. And every time I go in there, I got like, son. I am a good son. Uh, yeah, I'm a good son because now I realize that if I don't show my kids how to treat their parents, then that's the way I'm going to get treated. Right. You know what I'm saying? True. So if I didn't have kids, uh, I'd probably just ignore her. But since I have kids, <laughs> I just can't ignore her. No, I'm kidding. She wants to come on the show. And I'm like, Mom, I don't want you on the show when you're have that when you in the fucking hospital, that beeping and... Yeah, let her heal up. That's what I figured. Well, she she thinks it's part of her healing process. And I'm like, listen, the commercial break isn't your therapy, Mom. Okay, it's my therapy. So there you go. It's Chrissy's therapy. So... I, every time I walk into that apartment complex, they got that, uh, whatever the the news channel is, where all the, you know, it's, it's a, little, a little weird. They have mm-hmm. the they have the the super conservative news channels, right. like, which is fine. People watch, conser- whatever, points of view, I get it. Every, we all have our own shit. But it's just a little, like, it feels a little off to me. And then they have all the books, that's, like the new, the magazines, and everything is geared toward, I feel like, scaring old people yeah. into being more scared about the world around them. Mm-hmm. And I can understand it. Like when you get older and you get frail, the world becomes a little bit of a scary place. Yeah, there's a lot changing and going on. You're not like me, spry and young and ready to take on any hooligans <laughs> to come your way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It's, that's not my mom. She's, a, she's got a walker. She walks around like that. So things get scary and then you go to the place that's feeding you I that know. information and telling you all the things that you can do to, you know, yeah. by mainly voting for someone that you can do to, you know, change the world around you. When, you know, you can get just as scared watching CNN. <laughs> I mean, you can get just as scared watching NBC. Yeah. So, uh, so I go into that place. And then when I go into my mom's uh, apartment, she's got the fucking TV on. Chrissy, I swear <laughs> to God, it is so loud. So loud. I can hear it the second I walk into the retirement home. And she lives at the very back of the building. And you can hear this. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't hear everybody's Next TV. on Judge Judy. <laughs> uh, you can't. You can hear some people's TVs. Yeah. Yes, when you're walking by, you can hear it, right? But my mom takes, she has it on a hundred. When I go to change the volume, like turn it down, it was on a hundred. A hundred. <laughs> And she sometimes she complains, I can't hear my TV. And I'm like, you can't hear anything then, Mom, because you have it on a hundred. Who uses a hundred on their volume? I've never made it past 40, I don't think. I know. And then Astrid complains that I'm listening to it too loud. You're just like your mom. No, I'm not. I'm 60, to 60 points away from my mom. I only go to 40. She goes to 100. <laughs> Give me a break. I'm not that senile. Am I yet? I don't know. <laughs> She's got that thing cranked up so loud, Chrissy. Yeah, a lot it of older people do that. Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Speaking of television shows that we were watching, we were talking about seven minutes ago before we started this whole tyrant tirade on my mom's volume. <laughs> you don't watch this on TLC, but there's this uh, thousand pound sisters. Have I've, you seen this one? I, I've seen about it. Tammy and Slammy, or whatever their names are. Tammy and I've not uh, watched I can't it, one. but okay. I've seen snippets about it. Yeah. So it's two sisters who I think the the show initially was because they had some popularity on YouTube mm. doing this YouTube show and combined they weighed a th- over a thousand pounds. They're Whew. big, big, big girls. And 
the first episode of this show, I shit you not, they're sitting there and they got bottles of diet soda in front, two liter bottles of diet soda in front of them. And they're, they're just guzzling it out of the two liter bottle. And they say that they believe part of their weight problem is because their mom told them that every time you eat a sugary, fatty snack, you could reduce your calorie intake. In other words, you could get negative calories by drinking diet Coke, oh. by drinking diet soda. Eesh. I mean, it's just so like, it, it's wild, uh, yeah. right? It's insane. That's sad. That's it's sad. Bad misinformation. <laughs> terrible, terrible. So the whole show is about their their journey and their uh, sisterhood and their, you know, they both now have gotten this weight loss surgery from a doctor mm. that's actually here. I think he's here in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. So they're on season number whatever, six or seven. This is one of those shows that I don't really pay attention to, but like sometimes I put it on in the background yeah. just to kind of catch up on whatever's whatever's going on. It This show is simply insane. This show is a picture of two girls who live in Kentucky who are, I feel like this show is just a little snapshot of what's going on in many, many, many households across America. Many households across America. Mm. And that is terrible diet, uh, family that's a little bit off, uh, misinformation to the hilt. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they barely have command of the English language. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, every time I watch it, I think to myself, this is not about the, the Slayton sisters, which is their names. This is not about the Slayton sisters. This is about what's happening in so many homes across America. Yeah, and I, that's tough to think about. I know. And I think to myself, thank God I live in a normal household <laughs> where nothing fucked up goes on. I am so glad that this household will not produce shitty children that drink negative Diet Coke calories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that is also wrong. Because when I look at my children, <laughs> all they want 24 fucking hours a day is candy, candy. and cookies. Candy. No matter how hard I try. Candy. Candy. Yeah. Candy. Candy. <laughs> candy. 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 No. I catch my kids. They are working as a team to get yeah. to the candy <laughs> that is up on the top shelf. And some of them don't e aren't even of talking age. They don't even speak yet. And they're like lifting each other up on their shoulders. They're doing this whole like, you know, Cirque du Soleil shit to get to the candy. I caught them one day. I walk into the thing and they, they, one's got a stepladder and the other one's got a stick. And they're trying to swipe it off there. There's shit all over the ground. They're in the pantry just knocking stuff over left and right. A little bit to the right. A little bit to the left. They're, 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 these kids are incredibly intelligent because they're trying to get to their candy. And I think to myself, the Slayton sisters are a snapshot of what's going on in every household in America. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 uh, I'd like to think to myself I'm different than the Slayton sisters, but I'm not different than the Slayton sisters. My kids also think that Diet Coke is negative. I've never let my kids drink a soda ever, ever. They've never had any soda yeah, whatsoever. Not good. No, it's not. But it doesn't matter. Because in the United States of America, it is so accessible. All this fatty, sugary food is so accessible. And so convenient. And so convenient. And I, 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 I you know, sometimes I think we watch stuff or we look at stuff like Instagram. You know, we like hate list, we hate watch posts and, mm -hmm. you know, we're follow, hate following these people because they're ridiculous or fat or ugly or whatever this stuff is. 
It only takes one second of critical thinking to realize you are no fucking different. You know, the other day I was making fun of this person on Instagram who's the anti-influencer who just, you know, right. uh, 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 I don't show my tits much, my breakfast, blah, 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 blah. and that's all <laughs> she's doing is showing her tits and showing you her breakfast and yes. her breakfast club <laughs> and how many parties she went to and all this other shit. I think to myself, thank God I'm not that guy. But then I come on this stupid program and I talk about every fucking thing that I'm doing as if someone's going to be impressed about it. Like as if someone really gives a shit about what Brian shat out for breakfast this morning. I mean, it just doesn't. I'm, I'm no better than any of them. No better than any other human being on this earth. And we are all doing the exact same things. Maybe not to the degree of the Slayton sisters. Maybe we're not a thousand pounds. But who's to say we won't get there? If my kids could uh, formulate a plan and, and write it on a, a chalkboard and, and to tell each other, they're drawing up a football play. <laughs> okay, you go to the left. I'm going to go to the right. You distract dad. Fall down the stairs and distract dad for a few seconds while I go up with a stick and knock things all over. <laughs> my nephews are the same way they love the candy 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 once you get them a taste mm-hmm. they ne- that sugar well, halloween was ah, just that <laughs> the worst it's the worst two things i gotta say about this number one i think to myself well i'm gonna whip these kids into shape they're they yeah they're not gonna have any candy and fatty foods and all the other stuff i'm sitting there at the midnight the other night eating a bowl of cereal with fucking half and half <laughs> fucking lucky charms with half and half and one of my kids comes in daddy i want to sleep with you and i'm like okay as soon as i finish my cream and lucky charms and i'm telling you not to eat candy i'm such a fucking hypocrite i'm such a fucking hypocrite and the second thing i got to say is that yeah we got well one of the kids birthdays coming up and Astrid buying little gifts. You know, she's so good at all that stuff. Yes, buying gifts and setting stuff up and, you know, making sure that everything looks good. If, my, if it was left up to me to plan my kids anything, I would literally <laughs> go to Kroger the night before and buy some streamers and be like, you know, happy Christmas. <laughs> and a card. You'll get your present when you turn 18. Um, but she does it up right. You know, cakes and cook, you know, all this other stuff. She made. She was out there making homemade pinatas. She makes homemade pinatas for every birthday. Every birthday she does that, and I just think it's wonderful. And yes. she doesn't like go buy them. No, she, she makes. Ma- she them. was making it. Yes. yes, she puts this every little detail on there by hand by herself. She's really good at it too. Yeah. So she comes in today, and she's got all these like party favors. She says, "Listen, instead of the kids getting candy as a, like a little takeaway, we're all, we're going to give them little toys that That's they can play." That's a good with. idea. Yeah, and a little art set where they can paint Aww, and stuff like that. Good right? job, Astrid. Piece of canvas and all. This. I thought, oh, that's such a good idea because. I, nothing pisses me off more than going to a birthday party and then you, kids, they play for five seconds and then the next thing they're eating pizza and then they have potato chips and then they're giving them fucking fruit juice that has no fruit in it and then they're having cake and then there's cupcakes and then they give them candy <laughs> and then they right. want to give them a bag full of candy walking away and Astrid and I always say to each other and by the way, we've t- we talked to other parents about this who have done this like, yeah. like we have and they say, yeah, it's such a stupid idea. Then why do we do it? I don't know because it's what you do. I guess. <laughs> I'm not really sure. So, uh, so for this kid's birthday, I, Astrid came to me last night. She goes, listen, tell your family and anyone who's coming to the party, don't get any more fucking toys for the kids. Don't get any more candy for the kids. Tell them to make a donation somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Jude's or what, whatever you got to do or to, to the college fund or whatever you want to do. Do that. Because if we have one more fucking thing in here, you can have three million toys in your playroom and the kids 
want to chew on a broken wire. That's what they want to do. They don't want to play with their toys. <laughs> they want to stick needles in their eye. That's what they want to do. They don't care about the toys. They care about anything they can't have, like the candy that's up on the 15th shelf in my fucking pantry, and the kids are, uh, you know, acting like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, flying down from the attic. Like, you know, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's insane. How are these children so smart? Uh. I know they usually just want, they end up going to just a couple of toys and then that you lose interest in that. So, yeah, <sighs> I've started doing like just small gifts for my nephews and Smart. then doing money Smart. into to a savings. We, we <laughs> talked about this. Just so I can give them something. Yeah, you like, I get it. Okay, a little gift, all right? A little, a little something that they can open up and make them feel good. Yeah. And they feel happy that they got something, you know. They, they really like these books that I've been getting. They're the like about uh, animals that are going extinct. It's this photographer, oh. Joel Sor- Sorte is his name. And oh. yeah, <laughs> and they love looking at the pictures. These of won't the be animals. around when you're old enough I to know. understand what they are. Well, it kind of tells them, you know, about. Teaches them about conserving the earth. Oh, okay. That's got a good message yes. to it. <laughs> Scaring the kids in. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, like some of my kids like books too, but you know, some of them don't. And then you get, you get this whole thing. It's <laughs> getting this whole situation where, and plus, you can get the kids a million toys also. But what happens is one of the children ends up finding a toy that they have some interesting game with, and then all the other kids want to play with that one toy. Mm-hmm. I find myself being Judge Judy around my house every fucking 15 <laughs> right. minutes around He's here. got it. I know. He's, he's got, got it. it. She's Okay, who had it first? Right. Okay, stop yelling. <laughs> okay, if we don't share, I'm going to take it away. Because I'm saying all the same things to my dad. I'm a goddamn dad. I'm a goddamn dad. Never wanted to be my dad, and now I'm my dad. My dad was right about everything. Mm-hmm. Fucker. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> He yeah. was. He was right about every fucking thing. And I find myself being my dad. That's what I am. Yeah. And I wish that I wasn't. Do you know what my dad did? He never had any candy in the house. That was it. That was the rule. We just didn't have candy in the house. Yeah. Until we got old enough to buy it for ourselves or, you know, get a dollar and go into the quick. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of candy no. either. I mean, we, we weren't not allowed to have it. I think that's a thing, you know. No. Because if you yeah. tell somebody, no, they, you cannot have it. That's what's happening. You want it more. Yeah. But we, uh, but yeah, we didn't really have candy or a lot around. In the That's house. when the kids start devising plans to get up on the fifteenth <laughs> shelf. You know what I'm we saying? We definitely didn't have a big bowl of candy. You definitely did not. No, no, no bowls of candy. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of like snack things. My mom would buy yeah, snacks. Snacks. Yeah, like uh, the hostess stuff. Yeah, nutter butters and all yeah. that other crap. I don't think they have <laughs> nutter butters around anymore. <laughs> I hope they've changed that name. <laughs> I know. Seems offensive. I don't know. I feel like somebody in 2023 would take offense to the word nutter butter. <laughs> I don't know if they're still around or not. But not I her, but know, her. I do know that the uh, the Twinkies are. Oh, Twinkies are still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can't you can't throw Swiss, those things away. The Swiss cake rolls. Oh yeah, the Swiss cake mm. rolls. What about ding dongs? Ding dongs. Yeah, they gotta yeah. be around, right? Yeah. Ding dongs, ho hos. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas tree cakes. <laughs> Cinnabon. <laughs> All the classic favorites yeah. from the eighties and nineties that were have you well on your way to being the Slayton sisters. I know. <laughs> uh, okay, hey, let's take a, a quick break, and then we'll be back with you know more of this usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you mindlessly scrolling Instagram right now? How about throwing us a follow at the commercial break and also at TCB Podcast on TikTok. Check out our website, tcbpodcast.com, to find absolutely everything you could ever want to know about us. And if you simply can't stay away, 
Call us and leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3. Or you can text us at 855-TCB-8383. While you're contemplating divulging your life dramas to us, have a listen to our sponsors. You know you love me. XOXO Gossip Girl. Hey, everybody. Wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Okay, do you want to know what the single biggest challenge for me as a single person was? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking nutritious meals. Do you want to know what the biggest challenge for me as a human with 25 to 60 family members living in my house? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking a nutritious meal. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's a big stress point around here. And since I don't really know how to cook, that stress often falls on other family members. But this holiday season, we're going to try something different. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help us fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to our door. Because Factor's never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, all you have to do is heat and enjoy. You can choose from over 35 weekly-flavor-packed, fresh and never-frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. And guess what? It's all delivered right to your front door. With Factor, we can be assured that we're making sustainable choices. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. Hey, look at that, a company who's trying to do some good. So head to factormeals.com slash commercial break five zero and use the code commercial break five zero to get 50% off. That's code commercial break five zero at factormeals.com slash commercial break five zero and get 50% off. We also want to thank Factor for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I promise I tell this story. And a follow, I have a follow up on the story. And I'm going to follow it up. <clears throat> it's definitely not safe for work. So, you know, if you have your children listening, you're an idiot. But it, here we go. <laughs> so, I got my vasectomy uh, a couple months ago at this point, a good month ago. And when I got my vasectomy, I had some post vasectomy pain syndrome, is what they call it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what it's called PVPF, <laughs> PVPS, or whatever it's called. I got PVPS, and I ended up going on the internet to look and see. <laughs> you know, they conveniently don't tell you this ahead of time, but apparently it happens in like upwards of like 30% of patients. Well, I was going to say, I think it's more common it's than very people common. That realize that go in to get these. Yeah. And they don't tell you this stuff ahead of time. The doctor doesn't give you a dissertation on what you could experience afterwards. And so a couple of weeks into the recovery, I felt like maybe I was one of these guys now that I'm you know, like in some big Reddit hole about, you know, post vasectomy <laughs> pain syndrome, which was remarkably mature conversation, by the way, for Reddit. I just have to say that. That's Congratulations, post vasectomy pain syndrome Reddit posts. Um, they were remarkably mature. And a lot of guys were sharing that they, they experienced this for six, sometimes 12 months, sometimes longer. Wow. And what it is, is basically it's referred uh, pain. It's invisible pain. It's like the like someone gets a leg, has to get a leg amputated, and then they feel this <laughs> like residual pain. That's what's going on in your <laughs> testicles. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're feeling the residual sperm. You're feeling the, they have nerve endings down there. And it's like trying to, you know, it's uh, like, dude, 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 your, your balls are on fire. <laughs> we disconnected somewhere along the line. Yeah, yeah, they do try and reconnect. Hey, Brian, something's going wrong down here. <laughs> Pay attention. No, 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 no. Don't whack it. Go to the doctor, you dumb dumb. Well, I can't go to the doctor because the doctor says it's just part of the recovery process. I don't care what the doctor says. Something's loose down here and shit's going wrong. Can't you see the size of your testicle? It's a softball, bro. <laughs> I'll put some ice on it. Stop listening to Jeff. He's no scrotal Sherpa. <laughs> Get on it. Go to the doctor. I did call the doctor. And yeah. The doctor says, hey, listen, part of the deal. It's part of the deal. You'll be fine. Everything's okay, right? Don't yeah. worry about it. But as I get deeper into this, there is a certain amount of Let's call it homework that you have to do after yes, you get done with the vasectomy. You do have homework. The pipes are not cleaned out just because they've been snipped. You have to and clean them And it's more than out. our other recommended uh, 21. Yes, it's very often. Mm-hmm. You have to do it very often, which with 35 people in the house is really hard to like, yeah. try and get your homework done. you gotta, uh, you got to like set an alarm for 4 yeah, in the morning, there's right? There's a recommended EPM. Yeah. You have to set an alarm. I have to set an alarm for 4 o'clock in the morning and tiptoe around the house <laughs> to whack off. <laughs> Turn on 50 Shades of Grey. (laughs) Yes, turn on 50 Shades of Grey. Get myself, you know, do a little (laughs) self-love. I I go in the mirror and I light some candles. Uh I put on some soft music and then I tickle my nipples with a little horse crop. (laughs) A horse crop. (laughs) I go to my own red room. I'm making up my own red room in front of the mirror. So I'm like, okay, I guess I should do this homework. Or there's no point to the vasectomy if right. I don't do my homework. Yeah, then I'm you got to get it out. Yeah, I got to get it out because I do not need any more children no. around this house. <laughs> for God's sakes, Astrid's been pregnant for like 10 years in a row, and I've been changing diapers for 30. So I got to be done. I'm done. And she's done. It didn't take us. There was no conversation about this. It was like, I don't like birth control. And I was like, I'm getting a vasectomy. Yeah. And she was like, done. Let's do it. That's okay, what we great. said, too, in our household. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I did see a little, a little twinkle of sadness with Astrid yesterday. Yeah. Oh, with, you did. Yeah, because we said that. Oh, the the baby's. You know, yeah, she's growing up. Yeah, yeah she's out. And, yeah, and she's like, I know. I, she's like it's exciting, but also sad. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I just ignore. Yeah. <laughs> I just ignore that little sadness. <laughs> I ignore that little sadness. <laughs> It's kind of like when you're I go, in, I know, but trust me, you're going to have your hands really full yeah, yeah, these yeah. next few Oh, years. you'll be fine. Don't worry. You'll be plenty <laughs> you'll, occupied. You'll be glad. <laughs> I, I feel like it's a little bit of a war going. I'm in war with Astrid. Not not against her, but <laughs> no, with her. Yeah. Like, you know, she just saw her, saw her best friend get shot, right? And I'm... <laughs> And I'm like, we we just got to get the mission done. So ignore your yes. sadness for right now. Yeah, yeah. You got to get the mission done. Mission critical. This is mission critical. This is the mm-hmm. most important thing going on in my life right now. Not this podcast, not those kids. <laughs> the most important thing is that I don't have another one coming, right? <laughs> right. So, and that I get all the poison out. That's what I got to <laughs> yes. do. So and they actually do call it poison on like your little test box. Yes, it's see? like poison. <laughs> poison? Yes. Jeff was showing it to me. He's like, it says it's poison on here when I you know. have to send your sample in to be checked. Well, treat it like poison. Well, there's two things about that. One, it's got all these signs on the box. Like, like you X, know, jizz, skull. jizz, yeah. poison jizz. It literally says cum dumpster on the box. And you got to carry this thing around an office complex for an hour trying to find a doctor. But here's the other thing is that not only that, but I have to call the doctor's office. 
an hour before I intend to come to tell him I'm coming. I have to tell him I'm coming before I'm coming so that he can be in the office to take a look at the sperm. Okay. Because you can't, I guess, count sperm when they're dead. I don't know. I guess that's what's going on. Yeah, they have to be alive. That's what I've been told, right? I don't we know. We didn't do that. Our, we, ours were mailed off. He mailed it off? Yeah, that's did what I say. Like, there was a little, there was a special box. Did they have like some special like cum courier come? <laughs> <laughs> the cum couriers on the... No, you gave it to the mailman. <laughs> the cum courier. Got sent off. I'm the man mailman. I'll be right here waiting for you to jizz that cup to <laughs> shuttle it off to Colorado for testing. <laughs> Uh, so no, I have to do a come courier thing. Like mm. I actually got to put it into a box and then bring it to the facility, bring it to the wow. office. Okay. And they tell me I have to call ahead of time to let them know I'm coming within two hours. Right. So that, that you're attending the office. Uh, yes. That you're coming. Yes. That's, first of all, the most embarrassing thing in the world <laughs> is to have to call the doctor's office and tell me you're about to jizz. <laughs> Like at what? How how quickly or slowly do I have to make that phone call? You know, do I have to be? I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming that I, you know. And then you make the call. Hey, it's Brian. Uh, listen. I, I, I think I'm getting close. I'll be right there. Is a doctor in? I'm sorry, he's not. <laughs> Okay, I'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> like, I, I just, I have this whole thing in my head where I'm just going to be so embarrassed and red about bringing my cum into the doctor. I know, that's crazy. It is it's, insane. It's different. It's insane. So, okay, so I got this, so you have to do this homework. You, you got to shoot off about once a day, really, yes. for like 60 days, something like that, right? To get it all out mm-hmm. because there's still sperm left in the tube. Mm-hmm. So you have to get that stuff out of the tube. Even though the tube is clipped and cauterized, you have to still, you know, do your thing. Clean it out. Clean it out. Clean out the poison. <laughs> <laughs> so I, but I, there is no way that I feel I can accomplish my homework in the state of pain that I am feeling. Like, right. there is no yanking going to go no. on. I can't even, like, my boxers rubbing against it was feeling bad. So, at this moment in time, back then, I was like, okay, well, I don't even know how I'm going to accomplish this. Luckily, a Reddit reader, a Reddit writer, had a whole post on this, and many other men chimed in. And here's what they said about the post-vasectomy pain syndrome. You can get toys that do the work for you Mm -hmm. without any yanking, right? Mm. Get a robotic or an electronic thing that vibrates and twists around and does all this stuff, a fake vagina, right? Uh, Basically a pocket pussy. (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, well, this I have come to new lows now, literally. (laughs) I have come to new lows. I have got to get a pocket pussy to do my homework. But I also know well, that I mean, you didn't have to do your homework right away. No, not right away. But yeah. I'm getting to the point where they say ten to. days, right? Yeah. Ten mm-hmm. days, and then you got to start doing your homework. Mm-hmm. So seven You're to ten nervous. days. I'm getting nervous because I'm on like day number nine, and I'm still not, I'm getting nervous that I'm not going to be able to jizz all over the place <laughs> appropriately enough. So I'm like, okay, all right. So I told I told Tina this on this story. The listeners have probably have heard, or maybe they tuned out the second they heard uh, that I go. I go on to the very famous uh, sex toy shop that everyone knows about. And okay. I look at the ratings, basically. I'm mm-hmm. looking for electronic vagina 
with high ratings, right? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, you want to go high quality. I want to go high quality. I want to know that lots of other guys have had experience with this. You don't want to get a one-star rated pocket vagina. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You want to get the highest one. You want to know that all the other perverts out there feel great about it. And people write these long fucking reviews. They do. it's like, Jesus, this (laughs) felt just like coming into a fucking hot choochie. And you're like, okay. So I stopped reading the reviews. I just look for the star rating, right? Let's say I had like 5,000 star ratings. So I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't pay much attention to the actual machinery. I just <laughs> said, okay, this one, right? I'll order this one. So I order it. You didn't like look at what it does in the description and, the, and that? It said vibrating electronic <laughs> vagina. I thought, okay. that's good. <laughs> I'll do that one, sure. Okay. I don't know. I've never yeah. bought a pocket pussy okay. before, so I don't know. So... I uh, order it, and then, of course, all the Christmas packages are coming, you know, fast and furious. <laughs> right. And now I'm running around the house, like, whispering to Astrid, right. the pocket pussy is coming. The pocket pussy is coming. Hi-ho, hi-ho, the pocket pussy I know is coming today. Don't let the kids go away. Oh, hi-ho, hi-ho, hi-ho. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm monitoring the front door. Don't the, wrap that present. I know. As soon as the Amazon come, guy comes, I, like, open the door, and I'm like, is it a pocket pussy? <laughs> So, and I don't know from Amazon, but anyway, so finally the thing comes and, uh, and then I'm like, okay, now I got to come like, okay, now we got to get to work. Right. Chrissy, <laughs> I swear to God, this thing, the box is so big and it is so heavy that I'm like, what did I get myself into before I even opened the, the cardboard box that it came in? Right. Nondescript to Brian Green from pervert services. Right. 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 I'm sure my name is on a mailing list somewhere. Now I'm going to start getting, you know, pocket pussy discount mailers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some shit. It for sure is. <laughs> so it comes. I open up this box. Chrissy, what showed up was not a pocket pussy. It was a small Volkswagen with vagina lips on it. It was a machine. It was a car that I had to now fuck its tailpipe. It was the most, the biggest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like this big. It's like this big. It weighs like five, four or five pounds. I don't know. It's so heavy. I, I, I don't know what to do when with you it. Open it, did it. Like parts of it like clang onto the floor. <laughs> it's got like a tripod. <laughs> it's got a tripod and then you got a like a measuring tool and a compass on top. A balance. You got, yeah, you gotta run at it and attack it like yeah. <laughs> I'm in! I'm in! Press the button quick! It's got a remote control. <laughs> it's got this thing that's supposed to tickle your balls. I don't know. It's a whole thing. So I'm like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I don't want to fuck this thing. I don't want to fuck anything except my wife. I really don't. Like, I don't want to have sex with this thing. I just don't. Right. I've never used one. And now, I mean, listen, I, I'm... I talk like a like a prudish fuck on this show, but I am definitely not. Like I am all about it, whatever it's about. But I've never owned one of these things, so I have no oh idea. My God. So now I've got this contraption that I have to hold with two hands. <laughs> right? And so I was telling Tina, I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna have sex with this Volkswagen. Like, I just can't do it. So I I'm so after we open it, I you know I'm showing it to Astrid, and I'm in the sh- I get in the shower, and then Astrid's like on the way out the door, and I'm like, "There's no way I'm fucking this. I'm sending it back. This is crazy. It's ridiculous. I don't need this thing." And she's like, "Listen, you don't have to be embarrassed. Go ahead and do your thing." And, yeah, you know, yeah. Do and it. I was like, "It's not embarrassment, or maybe it is, I, but I just don't want to have sex with this car-shaped <laughs> vagina. Like, I just don't." 
And she's like, okay, okay, good night, right? So, well, you're if you're in the shower, then I know you've got your phone. In oh, there. definitely. So yeah, the shower is the place where you got to have your right, phone. Yeah. So that's where you can <laughs> well, look at other material, maybe, and didn't think about the. the I could. I got out my Sears Roebuck <laughs> catalog, the, my JC Penney catalog. 1990 Victoria's Secret yes. Angels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like to go that graphic. I'm talking like JC Penney bra catalog from 1984. That's what I'm into. Uh-huh. That's where my formative years were. Right. Right. I steal the JC Penney catalog from my mom. <laughs> and I'd be whacking off in the, underneath the bed. Uh, so I'm like, okay, all right. So a couple days go by. You know, I find myself like each night, like taking it out, looking at it, putting it back in the box, throwing it away, like putting it in a secret place so the kids don't find it. I can't masturbate in the shower. Yeah, because I have 30 children and it doesn't matter what time of day or night it is. They just pop in whenever they, you know, I can't control when they sleep or don't sleep. And the last thing I want to do is ruin my children. By them walking well, you in. You have a log on the door, right? I do, but if I lock it, then they're going to wake up their mom because the daddy's in the, daddy's in the shower. Well, let me in, you know? And then now it's the whole household is up. My mother in law's in there. My Blue. father. Hi, yeah. Brian. <laughs> Blue's barking at me. Everybody walks in, and I've got a small car in the shower that I'm fucking. <laughs> 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 hey, Brian. <laughs> Gustavo's like, oh, brother. <laughs> oh, brother. Your balls are black and blue, bro. <laughs> and my kids are like, ah, ah, why is daddy's penis stuck in that car? <laughs> More importantly, why does dad's penis look like two softballs? <laughs> okay, everybody settle down. I'm just trying to do my homework. <laughs> So I, I found myself like taking it out. Like I press the button, it's like vibrating, but it's not vibrating a little bit. It's like. <laughs> like a jackhammer. Yes, like a jackhammer. It's like shaking me. The whole, my whole body is shaking. And then they have this guy like a sucking thing. And it's like. <laughs> First of all, I couldn't use this thing because the whole house would wake up. Everyone would know. It's like, you could hear this. <laughs> 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 so I, 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 I'm trying to like size it up, right? It's like a, it's like I'm dating this thing. I'm yes, like sizing yes. it up. We go out for a couple nights, but we don't do anything, and you know, I'm just trying to get a handle. Get to know it. Yeah, I'm trying to get its vibe. You know, I'm trying to figure out what it likes. <laughs> It's got this weird vagina face on it. It's like, oh, that doesn't really look like a vagina. So finally, I'm like, okay, Brian, stop being a fucking pussy and fuck the pussy. Right? Just stop doing this. Stop being an idiot. Just go for it. Yeah, you gotta do this. Chrissy, I swear to God, I promise you, this is the truth. I am not in any way well endowed. I am an Irish boy from Chicago. I'm the shortest of all my brothers. I've never been particularly big in any department. And but I could not for the life of me have sex with this thing. I couldn't get in it and I but part of me was like really not happy about having to do it in the first place and then the other part of me was like uh, it's, you know, I was kind of like giving it like the half try, right? I was like, okay, but I could not <laughs> okay. for the life. Okay. No. Okay. I, yeah. no, I know we're like, a, it's like I'm in a weird relationship with this thing. 
<laughs> I'm like, okay, just the tip. I'll just put the tip in. Let me see what happens. Oh, is it like adjustable? <laughs> no, it's not adjustable. Oh, okay. It's like a sleeve that goes down. It's a whole thing. I can't okay. explain it, okay. right? But it's but there's no adjustment. Like a tube? <laughs> It's a it's a tube that goes into a larger piece of machinery that causes the vibration and the sucking, oh, I guess. And then it comes with cleaning cleaning juice, and I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking gross. I just don't want to do this. There's just nothing about me that wants to do this. So, um, but I'm try, but I'm giving it the old try. But I cannot get in it. Like it won't go in. It's like I've never experienced this before. No <laughs> vagina in my life has been too small for me. And this is the one. Did I get the extra small version? What does the extra large version look like? It was, it was three minutes of comedic <laughs> embarrassment. Is what it was. I was like, this is God just sending me a sign that I shouldn't be doing sex toys. Because even I bought the most expensive, convoluted (laughs) contraption, most highly rated thing in the world, where 5,974 guys had no problems with it. And they sent me a a malfunctioning one, a vagina that doesn't open. Were you using the right bar? I feel like there's some kind of user mistake. There probably is. I probably actually had to have a boner to get it in there. I don't know. <laughs> because I wasn't excited about it. It didn't excite me. I wasn't like, you know. So you're saying this is not going in your red room. This is not going in the red okay. room. And luckily, a couple of. Piece. Yes. <laughs> you walk in. <laughs> 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 Welcome to my red room. That's my Volkswagen pussy. <laughs> I. Just gave up. At some point, I just gave up. I said, okay, not for me. All right, whatever. Luckily, I was able to do my homework a couple of days later okay. with minimal pain. Like, it hurt, but I figured it out, and, we, and I got good. there. And uh, just the way I always have since I was uh, <laughs> 11 years old, I figured it out. Me and my 10 friends figured it out all by ourselves. you can't ourselves. send it back. No, you can't. As soon as you open it, you can't send it back. And that's probably a pretty good policy. I, I'm on board with that one. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, this isn't rent the runway. You can't send back your pocket pussy. <laughs> you can't really hand me down it to someone no, either. No, <laughs> it's not like I'm going to give it to my kid at 13 and be like, son, my father and my father's father used to fuck this small truck. <laughs> and now you're going to fuck it too. This is a hand me down. Hand me down. You know what I'm saying, son? (laughs) I don't want you to grow up like I did. I want you to experience new things. Here's some cleaning juice. You might want to take a stab at that. And I don't mean that literally. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, oh, my kids are going to hate me when they get a hold of this oh podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got to take a break. This ran way too long. Uh, but ju- that's the update. There's the update. Okay, I, I, I tried. It didn't necessarily work for me. But well, you tried. Listen, I know a lot of people use them, and God bless you. Maybe I just – somebody sent me some advice or something. I don't know. If Maybe I ever you need wanted. to get back on that thread. And yeah, and let them update. know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go leave a comment. Yes. How do you get into this thing? <laughs> How does this work? Question mark. I'm going to contact support. <laughs> do they have support for sex I bet they do. I bet they do. You know it. All right. Let's take a break and we'll come back with Mountain Monsters, some of your favorite. We'll be back. Ugh, finally. I feel like I was waiting forever for my turn to talk. 
Now that I have you, go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video content and follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. Want it to be your turn to talk? Call us and spill the tea at 626-ASK-TCB3 and you may hear your voice on the show. You can also text us your tea at 855-TCB-8383 and boy, do we love to hear it. Anyway, take a listen to our sponsors and let's get back to the show. Okay, let's get into it quickly. We've got a little bit of time left. I wanted to start the season off right. We've already done a Frankie B. We're going to cover a couple of our old favorite topics, and then we'll get into you know new material. We did have the poop thing, too, <laughs> which was a great, great way to kick off the new year. Uh, between Brian's uh, pocket pussy uh, yeah. and uh, the poop shake, uh-huh. I think we're off to a rousing start. Yep, yep. <laughs> Our new network's going to be jazzed with us, or jizzed with us, one of the two. All right. Uh, mountain monsters. I had to take a look at this mountain monsters because the title of the video is "We Caught a Creature on Camera." Oh, and that really? is something they have never done. Yeah, I got it. I finally got it. <laughs> I finally got it. It at first it looked like Bigfoot, but it turns out it was just Brian's pocket pussy <laughs> left in the woods. It was vibrating, running, scampering across the woods. It was running from Brian, if you know what I mean. All right, okay, one second. All right, I was throwing on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Here you go. Here's your Mountain Monsters kickoff season number five. All right. I actually probably have to press play, huh? I guess. <laughs> I'm going to sit on this bucket. I'm going to sit on this bucket here take a shit. <laughs> it's called a Kentucky crapper. <laughs> Send it away for a sample. That's right. It's the Tucky Crapper. <laughs> the Tucky. I'm going to start calling Kentucky Tucky. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's doing the FMT, too. Yeah, he might. He might need it. I'm just going to dump this out. I bet you are going to dump that out. <laughs> he's dumping out nails. I'm going to get the bell out. It looks like. Oh. There it is. Nails and a bell? This is the bell that that boy was forced to come out here. And... That's a bicycle bell. What, I know. I, you guys have gone to new lows. You put on a bicycle bell for monsters? What the good fuck is going on here? What be- What monster re- responds to a bicycle ding, ding, bell? Ding, ding. <laughs> you found my bell. <laughs> the folklore is you come out in this cornfield with no lights, you ring the bell, and something's supposed to happen. <laughs> something's supposed to happen. Sounds like a great plan, Huck. <laughs> Let's go out in the scary woods with no backup and make sure we ring turn the bell. Turn off all the lights. Yeah, turn off all ring the lights. Ring the bell. Uh, sounds great. I'm in. Man, I can't. That's kind of like the, my experience with the <laughs> with the vibrator. Yeah. Something's supposed to happen. It had to be tough as nails. That being said, I'm about to turn my light out. Here we go. What I have on the camera is an infrared light that cannot be seen by humans and it cannot be seen by animals. Part of me hopes nothing happens. Well, this sounds like a well thought out <laughs> strategy here. Let's turn off all the lights, ring the bell, and have the death bell monster come and eat you up. And and the camera, so I think he just he just might have set that up. The yeah. camera, you can't animals can't see and humans can't and, see the infrared. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really look like infrared to me. It looks like he's got a light on because he had a headlamp on that he turned off. It made no difference in the amount of light that was shown. None. But there's only one way to find out. <laughs> Listen to that music. 
He's about to ring. And then he rings the kid's bell. So anticlimactic. Climactic. Sounds very difficult. Red Rover, Red Rover, let your death, let your death cat come over. Red Rover, Red Rover, let your bloodthirsty monstrous fat eating human creature come over. Put the spell down, and now I guess I just wait and see if anything happens. Fuck is going on here? I guess so. <laughs> Jeff has Jeff? entered. Okay. Jeff has entered the upstairs closet. He wants to experience the folklore himself. I didn't know there was a closet in the woods. No, I know. I don't know which cornfield has a closet. <laughs> That's cool. They have closets in cornfields. So it's just Jeff, one of the members of the cast, who's sitting in a, I don't know, building somewhere with his head in his hand. <laughs> he wants to experience the folklore himself. Can't you just read a book about it? Isn't there a plaque like they have on the How side of the road? How is he experiencing it, too, with his head in his hand, uh, sitting up know. against the wall? Yeah, he's being overdramatic. That's what they get paid to do. <laughs> Jeff. Oh, I'm so sick of laugh. Is that, is that Jeff or Huck? I thought that was Huck. Huckleberry. Is that not Huckleberry? I thought it was Huckleberry. Uh, it's Huckleberry too. number four. Because the old Huckleberry wasn't fat. Now he's fat. What happened? They are switching out Huckleberries on us. I'm sure of it. And the tattoos? I think that's new. No way. No way. Oh, my gosh. Look, there's a microphone shadow. <laughs> yeah, there's a camera shadow. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I fucked this all up. a camera shadow. Like a cameraman oh. shadow. And now there's a microphone <laughs> shadow. You mean when you stand in front of the light, it causes those shadows? I got it all wrong, guys. I'm so sorry. Can we start from scratch? No? Jeff's in a psychotic coma? Okay. All right, leave him be. I shouldn't have given him that crystal meth. I'm sorry, guys. I really am. <laughs> oh, there was an, a voice that said, run. Did you hear that? I'm now I'm scared. <laughs> now they come running out of the closet. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> it looked like a pig. <laughs> yeah. I got him. I got him. 15 seasons of this and I finally got him. Oh, no. It's just a pig for tomorrow night's roast. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> What was the one we were watching? Where the, where the, the chicken. <laughs> the chicken. <laughs> that chicken got hit by the car. They were driving a four-wheeler around a farm at night, and a rooster just came running out in front of them, and he hit the rooster. <laughs> and they didn't mention it's it. Not ghost. one mention. It's the ghost of that rooster. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go, 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 Is that go, guy go. shirtless? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Why not? He's got a body. You know, hey, listen, when God gave it to you, Chrissy, you got to show it off. That's all I got to say. Bro, me and Brother Willie's working in this corn. All of a sudden, we hear screaming. Come, my baby, That's the guy that has to yell every time he every speaks. Time. Every time. Out that house. That's Jeff and Huck. 
We need to get over and see what the hell's going on. Why are we talking so loud? Stop, <laughs> bro. Come on, Bill. She came at me. I'm telling you, she came right there at me. My wife. <laughs> She's trying to have sex after 36 years. I didn't know what to do. I don't know what to do without she my... She came right there at me. I don't know what to do without my VW pocket pussy. Who? Their mother. She had blood all over her mouth. It, it was the most grotesque thing I've ever seen. Whose mother? Well, I know Huckleberry's like, well, I've seen this a lot in my creature hunting experience. When your blood, when your mother's got blood on her mouth, it means she's been eating some bad chicken wings from that chicken wing place in the gas station. You know what I'm talking about. Anytime you get chicken wings from a gas station, things are bound to end up bad. That's not blood. That's wing sauce from the wing factory inside of the Chevron. Like a huge flash of light when she entered the room. More comforting words from Huckleberry. He just saw his dead mother with blood on her mouth. Uncle Huckleberry has to say, well, the LSD is really kicking in now. <laughs> you getting trails? I'm getting trails. <laughs> starting to feel it. Me too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. This is my favorite episode this season, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what that closet is, but when you go in there, you can't unsee it. What's going on? Talk about her. Can't unsee it. What is it you can't unsee? The hangers? Jeff bro, hey! Yeah, we're all right, guys. Huh. Just hang tight for a minute. We just got over to the house and looked up. You can tell they're all shook. Trapper builder. <laughs> that guy's name. Whatever his name is, but they all have some official title. It is his trapper builder. <laughs> trapper builder. Uh, well, come on down our Jeff Bro. We need to get them down here. One more to the bottom. And figure out what the hell happened. Why are they always telling us what they have to do? I like, know. we got to move them three feet to the right <laughs> so we can get to the bottom of this. We got to run through that cornfield naked, make sure we understand what's going on. <laughs> we got to put that ladder up there so we can get up. <laughs> We got to put gasoline in the car so it can drive. We got to cook that chicken before we eat it. What the hell was all that? We need to get the hell out of this building. You're just going to have to take our word on it. All right. Right. All right. Move out. Something's got Jeff and Huck shook. (laughs) Move out. Roll out. (laughs) Like they're fucking seals. Roll out. I mean, Huck literally rolls out. He's like, he's like one of those. What was her name? Uh, Baruka Salt. <laughs> and just rolled across the Wonka factory. <laughs> As a blueberry? Yes. No, uh, Jeffro? I've never seen them boys in this kind of shape. Willie, won't you and Bill go get side by side? Come back and pick us up. We'll be back in two skips. Right now, we need to go find that side by side. We need to go get Buck. Have they seen something? And we need to get the hell out of here. But we are going to tell you why. <laughs> because that's information that's privileged. <sighs> yep. I'm high as fuck. 
I'm tripping balls now, boys. Hey, can you put all that scarlet begonias in the fire on the mountain back into scarlet begonias from the 77 Wilkerson Amphitheater? I did appreciate it. It makes me feel better. I found something in that closet. What'd you find? It was an old Smash Mouth record. (laughs) (laughs) And he's dead. I I don't want to show you or tell you right now. Let's wait until everybody gets together. Yeah. Huddle huddle around the camera, boy. And he he agrees to it. It's like, (laughs) I just saw the most scary thing in my life. It's sure to kill us all. I know the dates of our exact deaths. But let's wait a little while. I'll tell you, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. We got to wait on that one. I understand. We got to think that one through. I get it. I'd like to know what the hell Jeff and Huck seen in that house, man. That's good. Jump in here, fellas. Let's get get the hell out of here. You know. Folklore was that you came out here, no lights, you ring a bell, you know, maybe it was just kids talking. I know it doesn't matter whether anything happened. So, what happened was they went back to original. Yeah, to the original spot where it was. So, okay, listen. Ringing of the bell happened. Yeah, I know. All right, so listen, we're We're, like way over time (laughs) right now. Sorry. Okay, we'll get back to this, I promise, very next episode. Very interesting. This is very interesting. I do want to see if they actually catch something on camera, which of course they don't, but But, it's fun to think about. That's right. (laughs) Gonna catch Brian in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) With his Volkswagen pocket fuzzy. Very scary. (laughs) 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 I saw a cum dumpster. <laughs> all right, kids, don't go whack it off without reading the comments first. That's all I gotta say. You never know. I'll probably read. I should probably should read some more of those comments. Yeah. They probably share that it's not for well endowed men, <laughs> which I'm not. So I don't know who it's for. <laughs> this makes me feel better. In some weird way, it makes me feel better. Maybe I'm just a there little bit go. above average, or maybe I'm using it wrong. <laughs> maybe you're supposed to like loosen it up, take it to dinner or something. I don't. <laughs> Table for two. Me uh, and a Volkswagen over here. <laughs> Could you imagine I'm having dinner with that thing on the table? <laughs> trying to spoon feed the vagina. <laughs> you want some dessert, honey? <laughs> go so slow. Go yeah, slow. go slow. Go slow. I don't want you to choke. Jeez. Waiter. <laughs> Can we have some more lube over here? Thank you. She gets a little parched. With all that sucking. <laughs> all right. TCB. <laughs> the most ridiculous episode of the commercial break yet. And that's saying something. TCBpodcast.com. That's where you go for more information about the show. You can uh, watch all the videos, listen to all the audio right there from TCBpodcast.com. And you can get your free piggy fronting sticker. It's free to you. It costs me money. So go ahead. <laughs> Twist in the knife. Uh, by going to the website, hit the contact us button. Drop down menu says, I want my free sticker. And there you go. Give us your address and we'll send it off to you. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok, and YouTube.com slash the commercial break. 
I would also like to let you know that you can leave us a message or text us at 626-ASK-TCB, the number three. That's one. 626-ASK-TCB, the number three. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, we take them all. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, Chrissy. A great day in the books, my friend. That's right. I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast pocket pussy universe. (laughs) Until next time, Chrissy and I always say we do say and we must say. Goodbye. Goodbye.